do. Muppets. They have minds, and they have souls, as well as just hearts. And they've got ambition, and they've got talent, as well as just beauty. And I'm so sick of Disney saying that Ty Burrell and Selena Gomez is all a Muppet is fit for. This is Zillennial Canon. I'm Kira. Um, I'm Walter, apparently. <laughs> Doesn't this bitch look like Walter? I literally um, have a Muppet plush, uh, or like a, um, a Walter plush, but I also have... I mean, like, when I was a kid, I think I had Walter as my profile picture on Facebook for, like, four years. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I I really identify with him. Honestly, like, yeah, you guys, first of all, you look alike. Second of all, he's a pretty good character, not gonna lie. No, I mean, what, like, what is it, the hair? Is it just the the overall being um, anxiety? Well, not yeah um the anxiety the hair definitely also i personally think that you are a crossover between him and pepe um i, I don't, don't know how i'm gonna take that i don't uh, know why I'm, i could not tell you why but you're both of them combined i that's really fucking those are two completely different characters like, yeah but like that's like the duality of adam uh, can you, I, you don't elaborate even have to... a little bit on Pepe? I don't get it. I don't know. Like they just, uh, like they both just remind me of you for some reason. Why? But you can't just tell me you're, <laughs> I'm reminding you of Pepe and not give an explanation. <laughs> like what is it, Kira? I want to know. Because <laughs> he's always just like, oh, <laughs> what? Like that's saying? like like his like sense of humor is like a way that you would act like ironically. I feel like I. Okay, I mean, sh- I get. Okay, I mean, maybe that. <laughs> I just didn't see that coming. Okay. But well, I, yeah. you don't have to. You don't have to read me. I already know that I'm just a Janice. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I'm like, what if I just said you were Fozzy with no explanation, and you? I'd be fine with that. I project on all fictional characters. <laughs> I'd find a way to be Fozzy. Don't worry. Is Pepe not equivalent to the jellyfish and uh, Shark Tail? No, they're different. I feel like they're just chaotic people. Yeah, they're the like chaotic, not like background, but like side characters, I guess. I think I'm a, I'm a mix between Scooter and Janice, and you may say that those are two opposite characters as well. But I mean, what can you say? <laughs> That's Is just it more like Scooter and Janice are like the the two angels on your like the angel and devil on your shoulders. Yeah, but they're both great people, so it's like not really an angel or devil. Um, so I guess Pepe would be my devil, and Walter would be my angel. Yeah, basically. Okay, and I I guess that is true because like whenever Pepe is like telling me to shit post on Twitter, that's kind of like... <laughs> yeah. Pepe is the shit posting on Twitter thing. Walter is like the you I don't know what's what's even what's even the other side to you <laughs> other than shitposting. I mean, there I, anyone that has me on Facebook, which I think is pretty much no one listens to this pod, but um, I just share like a bunch of like a political articles like all day just to like dunk on my conservative family members, mm-hmm. and maybe that's what Walter is projecting onto me. But on Twitter, all I do is like shitpost. Like they're not even funny half the time. It's just straight up shitposting. <laughs> so. <laughs> Just mental illness. Um, so, a uh, just really quick before we get more into the movie, mm-hmm. there's been a development. I don't know if people have seen on our Instagram and Twitter or just me generally. Like, if you just hear me just, like, yelling from my bedroom, mm-hmm. um, it fucking came in the mail. 
the Snagglepuss comic, it's not stuck in New Jersey anymore. It just randomly, like, it, like, shipped to New York, then back to New Jersey. It, like, shipped, like, if you look at the map, it went, like, in a circle, like, in, like, a triangle, like, to the same destination, like, twice. But now I have it. And it came, like, three days ago. And no, I didn't read it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) At some point. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it was, like, ten bucks. What do you want me to do? Not buy it, maybe. Like, that would be a good idea. But then again, you gave the people content, and that's all we can really ask for. Yeah, I mean, we gotta keep these bits up. Like, what else do we have? Good media criticism? No. Although, I will say, I did um, make fun of you for making a stupid purchase while recording. But last week, I made a purchase while recording. What did you purchase? You know, like, Yeti water bottles? Yes. I bought one because I like just I need it in general. That's not a stupid purchase. That's okay, actually well, wait, something you well, okay. can use. But wait, wait. I could have like gone somewhere and gotten it. Like I didn't yeah. have to do Amazon, you know, but I did. And sure enough, I'm in the same fucking situation where I'm waiting and it's just it's stuck in Jacksonville, Florida. Like it's in the same state as me. Mm-hmm. But it has not moved in three days. And I'm getting kind of sick of it. I want my goddamn Yeti. Like I, I, <laughs> I want my goddamn yeti. <laughs> I'd need it, dude. I, like I, whenever I, like I'm drinking something, I, I'm like I don't want to have it in this. I want it in a yeti water <laughs> bottle. My yeti water bottle. Fuck. I mean, is it too much to ask for? Apparently, no. God. Anyways, hi. <laughs> <laughs> now that that's out of the way. What um, up? <laughs> Um, so this week we're talking about the Muppets 2011 director yeah. by uh, James Bobbin. Bo- Bobbin, that's how you say it, right? Bobbin. Bobbin, Bobbin. I don't know. I don't know. Um, he's directed a lot of different things. He's directed some Ollie G show with Sasha Baron Cohen. Interesting. Uh, he also like helped create the character Borat and Bruno. Interesting. Um, did a lot of Fly of the Concords. I know he did the Dora movie that came out last year, which I people never... like that, right? I it got generally like so. good reviews. I never saw it, um, but I heard it wasn't bad, at least. Yeah. Um, in fact, I've only seen his Muppet movies. I haven't. I didn't see his Alice in Wonderland sequel that he made. So mm. I've only seen his Muppet movies. Um, so I I think it's just appropriate. I was just kind of trying to stall. I think Kira is the only person I could start this episode talking about their feelings and memories. So I'm going to pass it to Kira. Yeah, I mean, like, I, okay. So I, like, it's not a bad movie. It's just that, like, it's a good movie. I just regarding Muppets I just turn into a boomer um and I kind of hate that I do um and it deeply upsets me when I think too hard about it um like all the content of it is like yeah it's it's good there are a few moments where I just have such secondhand embarrassment but then in in the few moments when like I just like my mind just like drifts I'm like wow the concept of this like fucking sucks. You good? No, I'm just listening. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> it sounded like you like fell down. 
Oh, no, I was readjusting my mic. I'm sorry. I didn't realize it was, like, loud. Um, no, uh, I don't agree. I mean, I don't... I mean, you know I don't agree with you on this one. Um, I, I don't know. Should I get into that? Yeah, sure. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I had a lot of... Uh, I guess we're going to start at the beginning. My uh, I've had, like, a very extensive relationship with the Muppets. My um, grandma pretty much had, like, every Muppet movie. And she even had, like, some VHS tapes of, like, The Muppet Show, I think, mm-hmm. when I was a kid. And I I don't know. I just – my entire childhood just was a lot of Muppet uh, memories. And um, I loved a lot of them. I even saw Muppet Treasure Island and Muppets uh, Go to Space. That's what it's called, right? Um, I saw that in theaters at a summer camp. And that was just, like, a very formative thing for me. Um, and – yeah, I don't know. Like, I've, I've always had, like, very fond memories of the Muppets and kind of grew up to, like, a weird niche obsession that I didn't know other people cared about until I met Kira, um, <laughs> which has been very weirdly validating for me over the years. Um, and also someone that actually gives a shit about Muppet Vision 3D. Um, so that's nice. Um, so when this movie was, like, coming out, I it was pretty much, like, one of my most anticipated movies of all time. Like, I was like, literally counting down the days when it came out and i remember i feel like i tell the story a lot on the pod but i ended up getting advanced screening tickets for it like two or three weeks before it came out and i was like holy shit like i'm gonna be the first one to see the muppet movie and i loved it when i first saw it i thought it was kind of the most perfect like i don't know reboot if that's what you want to call it of the muppets you could possibly have in the modern day um and as I've grown older, uh, which feels weird to say because it, it feels like a recent movie, but it, it is nine years old now, which is really weird to think about. Mm-hmm. But um, as I've grown grown older with it, um, I every time I revisit it, I expect to like maybe like it less. Mm-hmm. And I expect to maybe feel the way Kira does about it, like because it is about like the Muppets having a resurgence and coming back to the limelight. But then that's obviously... Um, it's weird to think about that in terms of like how the Disney, how Disney's hold like uh, I don't know using them at the moment. But every time I watch this movie, I don't think about that. I just think about how good the script is and how much I feel like not Disney cares about the characters, but how James uh, James Bobbin and uh, Jason Siegel especially seem to care about the characters. You know, um, and it warms my heart every time I watch it. it, it it's it's a beautiful movie and. Yeah, so I, I think it holds up really well. Yeah, I mean, I love the whole Jason Siegel thing. I think that he is probably the luckiest man in the world for this. Um, and I would love to be in his situation in the entire movie. Um, <laughs> like, yeah. uh, I I think it's mostly just like... Um, I... I think it's, like, a little bit too meta in, like, a weird way in that it's, like, literally about a corporation, which, like, I've ranted about this on Letterboxd before, and every so often people will just, like, find the review and they'll be like, oh. (laughs) Um, Like, the whole thing is literally about a corporation taking over the Muppets and being like, we're gonna buy your name and your likeness. 
and the Muppets being like, well, if we just get together and people like us again, like, maybe, like, we can come back or whatever. And it's, like, it's, like, what Disney's, like, trying to do. And Disney's trying to, like, be like, oh, we're not, we're not a corporation that's going to take away their likenesses. And we're, like, we're, like, a, like, we're bringing them back. Like, it's, like, they're here for you. And it's, like, okay, what? So now it's, like, they have a TV show that's, like, a Zoom call with, like, Linda Cardellini. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. It's, um, I don't know. I always sound so cynical and, like, bad. But I think also just thinking about how, like, Frank Oz and, like, all the original performers were literally just, like, pushed out of it. Um, and I think on our Christmas episode last year when we did Muppet Treasure Island, uh, um, <laughs> Muppet Treasure Island, <laughs> Muppet Christmas Carol, yeah, sorry, um, that I talked about Frank Oz's, like, rant, like, when he was, like, ranting on Twitter about Disney, and then he, like, was basically like, I'm sorry, I won't do that again, and, like, he hasn't mentioned, like, Disney ever again. (laughs) Um, I mean, it's... Yeah, and there was, like, an original script written by, um, what's his name? Uh, written by Jerry Jewell. He's, uh, like, an original writer for the Muppets, and it was supposed to be, like, Muppets, um, Muppets, like, re- remaking movies or something like that. Um, the better, I just read this, a few, like, a minute ago. Uh, the cheapest Muppet movie ever made, or, and also the greatest Muppet movie of all time. Yeah. Okay. And, um, yeah, it was just, like, all of them were just kind of, like, pushed out. And, like, I clowned on in the intro was um, that Disney thinks that we fucking care about, like, Ty Burrell. And, uh, like, I fair, just... Ty Burrell's not in this movie, like... I know, but every time I think of the Muppets, I'm just like, Ty Burrell. Like, they're gonna get fucking Ty Burrell and Josh Gad involved. Anytime I'm like, oh, the Muppets, they have an event, Ty Burrell and Josh Gad are involved. Selena Gomez is involved. I I, I understand <laughs> the general complaint, because I agree with you on the general handling of the Muppets by Disney. I, I'm there with you. I just don't think the overall like handling of the Muppets, the corporation aspects of it all damage this singular movie and how good this movie is. And I don't have a hard time watching it in retrospect because it's kind of the same thing with me, like with the star Wars sequel trilogy where they very clearly told George Lucas, like, Hey, you can, uh, you can consult. We'll like take your ideas whatever mm-hmm. before they bought it and then they bought it and they didn't take his ideas mm-hmm. and they shut him out completely um and uh same thing they did to ryan johnson even someone they hired themselves they fucked yeah. ryan johnson over and you know does that inherently make the force awakens a bad movie in retrospect because i know the mechanics of what's happening behind the scenes i don't think so because like i just i still enjoy it you know like mm-hmm. i still think it's a great movie like i i still enjoy singular star wars stories even though i have issues with what disney as a whole is doing with star wars and um even you know marvel to an extent sometimes like i i'm a big marvel shill that's very obvious i talked about it before but like you know one thing like you can talk about how marvel movies are damaging ministry but also like maybe appreciate a singular film here and there it's just i feel like this one in particular i 
love this movie so much because I think it's genuinely, and I hope Secure doesn't bite my head off for it. I think it's the second best Muppet movie. Um, because I, I I just think it's just so tight in its script and it understands the characters so well. And also, I mean, sometimes it's annoying when a script that is involved with rebooting something and it understands the importance of the characters or the franchise that it's in. That can be sometimes annoying and overly self-satisfying. But the way this movie does it, and it, it, uh, it presents the importance of the Muppets on a cultural landscape, it does it in a very earnest way, in my opinion, um, to where it never feels overbearing. You know, it just feels very sincere. Um, and I don't know. That's just why it gets me choked up every time I watch it, because I, I, I think it's really well done. Um, but I, I, like I said, though, I do agree with your overall complaints. I just don't think it damages this movie itself. I think a lot of my um, qualms with, like, some recent Muppet stuff, like, regardless of, like, like I'm, like, clowning on, like, Ty Burrell and stuff, is that, um, yes, I love Amy Adams and Jason Segel. I think they're great in this. But I think while you can't just, like, remake the first Muppet movie over and over again, it's, like, they focus too much on humans and they focus too much on celebrities and I know that Muppet movie, the first one, is, like, all celebrity cameos. However, they're not the ones carrying the movie. They're literally, like, they just, like, encounter them along the way. And I think that Walter's, like, a good protagonist. But also, it's, like, why are there more musical numbers of, like... Like, I don't care about a musical number by Amy Adams. Sorry, it sounds so mean. And, like, also, I don't like... Like, I like, like, Man or Muppet. And I like, um the first song and that's basically it um <laughs> sorry I'm, I'm gonna be so mean this episode everyone's gonna hate me if this is the first episode that you're listening i'm so sorry i'm like this every week i promise i'm just I'm a little optimist, bit more mean i think I'm this gives a me little a little bit more mean i think this gives me a free card to like hate one of the movies you force on me in the coming weeks okay well Stay tuned for two weeks from now when I'm yeah. forcing. I I uh, similarly <laughs> to the U.S. Sorry, this is barely a joke. I'm just coping with it with dark humor. Similar to the U.S. at the moment, I uh, I stage a a, a coup here. Uh, a coup, a coup, coup. I think coup. Ooh, coup, like a like a fucking <laughs> pigeon. <laughs> and uh, I I got I'm getting Adam to watch a movie that he never wants to watch in his whole life, and he will understand why it's so fucking good. So stay tuned two weeks from now. I why do I doubt it? But anyways, okay. Um, anyway, go off. So the music in this movie, I like the music. I don't really like the me party song, or that's I think that's what's called. Okay, can we just can we just really quick get out of the way? That song's about jacking off. Go on. That's, I mean, how do I top that? Um, <laughs> that's, that's really good. Um, no, I, uh, I, don't, I don't know how to move on from that. Um, yeah, I, I think the songs in this movie are pretty good. I don't think there's like a lot of like standouts, but I also don't think there's like, I don't know, like Life's a Happy Song is really good. Um, pictures in my head makes me fucking cry every time mm, it happens. Yeah, I guess. 
What? What's wrong with that sorry, song? Sorry, I'm not sorry. I'm not trying to like downplay. It. Keep going. I'm not going to No, what's wrong with that song? Um like... all the music just I I hate to be a boomer. Like I literally hate to be a boomer, but I think that the vibe of like the show tuny music doesn't go with the Muppets. Like But you they're... were also complaining that like you want it to be like the original format of the original movies. But the original Muppet music, because it was by Paul Williams, it was a very, like, ragtimey, like, piano-y, like, twangy-type vibe. So that's what I think of when I think of Muppets. I think it's fine that it's different. Like, it's it's okay. Yeah, it can be different, but it's also, like... Then it's, like, they're gonna shoehorn, like, Rainbow Connection into it. And it's, like, wow, (laughs) tonally, it's, like... Would that a different title? universe <laughs> is that really a shoehorn? Like, if he's putting on a telethon of the greatest hits to raise money, why would he not sing the most infamous song that he's known for? That's not really shoehorning it in. Listen, look, I hate to use logic here. I but... <laughs> have no logic. I'm fucking tired. I'm sitting in front of my Muppet movie poster. Listen, you've been condescending to me about this movie for (laughs) our entire friendship. So the gloves are off. We're going. We're doing it. Listen, I don't even know what I'm saying right now. Like, I have notes, but this is all, this is unscripted, folks. This is all unscripted. Uh, Okay, well, well, I really enjoy Pictures in My Head. I think it's a really good song. Um, Also, who does Kermit in this movie? Because I know. What's his name? Steve Whitmire, he's the one that was fired because he was like, yeah. <laughs> he's like what? apparently like, very difficult. <laughs> okay, well he's really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't like the new one. Like the guy after Steve. Yeah, the most recent one. It was how long has he been around? Um, mm, I want to say like two or three years. Okay, because I I was trying to watch Muppets Muppet Now or whatever it's called. Um, I I don't really like it. That show fucking shits itself. It's like, (laughs) there's a part of me that's like, it's not like trying to be, I I don't know. Like, I just don't care. Like at this point. It's like, my main thing, I guess, is, I guess this is like my explanation as to why I feel like a boomer. Um, I think the difference is the fact that, which I know that things can't be the same as, like, they are in the beginning or whatever, and it's not that I want the Muppets to, like, die off, but I think in the beginning, and why it, like, hurts so bad that Frank Oz was pushed out, was the fact that the people that performed as the Muppets were the ones that wrote the characters and the ones that developed the characters, Mm. um, and now it's, like, different people, like, writing, different people directing, um, it's not really, like, a team, so I think, like, that's where the corporate like dread comes in also is that it just feels kind of like cold like my main criticism of Muppets now is that it just feels like cold like it's not even like the voices and it's not really the performances it's just like the fact that each Muppet doesn't feel like itself right like it feels like literally like a performance and I know I probably sound like a crazy person but like the like spirit of the Muppet is not like connecting with the performance. Well, is the um because I I gen like I really don't know uh when I'm asking this like is the consensus on Muppets now positive or negative like in the community of like I don't know I 
I think people think that people criticize, like, the voices. Because I saw, like, a lot of people tweeting, um, like, oh, like, give them a chance. Like, the voices aren't that bad or whatever. But it's not, like I said, it's not really the voices. It's just there's, like, a disconnect. Like, between, like, the performance itself and, like, the character. I just don't. Because I, I don't know how many episodes I watch. I think maybe two or three. I, I definitely get I didn't get over three. Um, mm-hmm. But I just didn't find it funny, most of all. Like, no, yeah. And it was trying very hard to be funny. Yeah. And if it's not funny, I think it has to be at least earnest in a way yeah. that Muppet material usually is. Um, but it's it's nothing, really. Like, at the end of the yeah. day, it, it feels very plastic, I think. And I, I think at least people... I, and when I say people, I mean Kira can admit um, that while The Muppets 2011 is not a perfect movie, it's at least sincere in what it's trying to do um, yeah. at, least at that time. While Muppets Now, I don't think, I don't even really get what it's trying to do. Because like, I, I was going to say when I first started the uh, whole thing about Muppets Now, um, like I, it's, I was thinking it's not for me. Like it's, it's mm-hmm. for a different generation. But it's also now. like, who is it even for though? Well, like, that, that's what I was going to say. Like I, then I, then thinking about it, I can't imagine a kid actively like, I'm sure they, like if a kid sat down with it, they could like watch it. Mm-hmm. But would it really like have a lasting impact on a kid? I don't think like I don't I really don't think so. I could be wrong, but I can't imagine a kid like being like, "Wow, I love the Muppets now." Like, yeah, like I I can't. My niece imagine. really likes Muppet Babies. Muppet Babies is a really the new one is mm-hmm. really cute, and it's genuinely funny. Okay, I've, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's like really sweet. But um, yeah, I agree about Muppets now. I don't know who the audience is for. Like, it's I don't like know a who the Boston audience woman right then. What? You sound like you're from Boston right there. The audience. <laughs> Tom. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, ben Affleck is here. <laughs> Whoa, welcome to the pod, Ben. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I really like Muppets. <laughs> That's my Ben Affleck impression. Um, uh, yeah, but okay. So another thing, too, with this movie, and I guess just like with Muppets now and what Disney has been doing. Um, is that they realize, which I feel like I've, like, joked before, like, locals think that the Swedish chef is funny as fuck. Not even in, like, a critical way, but, like, it, like locals' favorite Muppets are always, like, Beaker and the Swedish chef. And that's not a criticism on a person. That's the fact that Disney has caught on to the fact that, like, people, like, they're, like, slapsticky, like, humor. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, like, so it was, like, Fozzie and Gonzo and stuff, but, like, I feel like the Muppets are more so, like, funny, like, quips, and, like, they're just, like, very smart and, like, ironic, I guess. So, Muppets Now is literally, like, there's so much Bunsen Honeydew and Beaker, and Beaker just, like, getting fucked up and, like, blown up, and then, like, it's, like miss piggy like screaming and they're like this is comedy this is the peak of comedy <laughs> and it's like it's not though like one thing that is kind of funny is i did like the cooking show with the swedish chef kind of because they would have like good guests like when danny Trejo was like cooking with the swedish chef i think that's the only part of because that's why i was kind of like i wonder where you're going with this because that's kind of the only part that i liked of the muppets now because um, mm-hmm. i it was funny i thought like 
I, yeah. I, I do agree that any, like, an oversaturation of Swedish Chef, like, they shouldn't rely on him, obviously, because he's he, he's a character best done, like, in doses, I think. Yeah. But um, every time I they think... used him on Muppets now, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I think, honestly, um, Muppets has been boiled down to puppet make funny noises, people laugh. <laughs> like, uh... it's... I don't know. I don't I don't I don't think I've consumed enough of Muppets now to make that like I also don't think I paid enough attention to it. Yeah, no, it's watch (laughs) stream Earth to Ned instead. Earth to Ned's really good. I think we talk about it almost every episode. Yeah, we talk about it every single episode. It's it's Um, really good. Um I I, you said you didn't watch the ABC show, right? No. It, I, I, I will, will give someday it, and I'll be so depressed. <laughs> I, I'll give it this, and I'm not defending it because it's not good, but I, I will say this. At least they tried something new with it. Like, they they tried to give it some, like, relevancy, and they were like, okay, if we can't, like, make a movie, like, a franchise out of this, maybe we can do it, like, episodically and, like, try to give them actual jokes, like an actual script to work off of. And I feel like that's kind of the opposite of Muppets now, which is just, like, gags and shit. Like, whatever you will say about, uh, I think it's called Muppets, uh, whatever year Mm -hmm. that came out. Like, they at least tried, you know, to, like, do something. Um, I, I, this is, like, the bare minimum, I guess. At least it tried. (laughs) At least it tried. I don't know. It tried to do something different. And I feel like, because, like, what, Josh Gad's doing something next, right? Like, a different Muppet thing. Yeah, fuck that. I I don't Talk know. I mean, Gad. I don't know. I mean, I don't really get why. I mean, what the fuck is Jason Siegel even doing? I like, hope Josh Gad is listening. Fuck Josh Gad. Jason Siegel has been writing like children's books. I love Jason Siegel. He's I, great. He's he, great. He, just, he fell off the earth. And yeah. I forever. I respect him. him for that. No, I mean, I wish. I wish I could do that. Um, I would love that. Um, cause he like, he just stopped being, being in movies, but he's like, extremely I tall. I know that. Um, well, to be fair, everyone is extremely tall to you. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, where is he now? Uh, I don't know. Well, what I was going to get at with that was, um, I like, why can't he come back and do something with the Muppets? Cause I, yeah. I feel like he could actually, I mean, I know you're critical of this movie too, even, but like, I, I don't know. There's just something about this movie that and I feel like it really forms with like the pitch that Jason Siegel had for it. Um, that all came from love and like a necessity of like, Hey, you have the Muppets, use mm-hmm. the Muppets, like do it. And I feel like it's more in fault to Disney for not following up on the success of this movie than it is for Jason Siegel and the filmmakers who made the singular movie, you know? Yeah. Um, because again, I mean, that goes back to what I was saying about like Star Wars, like Force Awakens and Last Jedi. I love both of those movies, like, but I won't blame those movies on what happened with like the Rise of Skywalker, or even just like the overall mechanics and the shit you find out about Disney in general. We're just gonna really quick take a break for a word from some of our sponsors. Thanks, guys. Can I really yeah. quick read this sentence about um, Jason Siegel and Disney? Go for it. 
he approached Disney in 2007 to write the latest Muppets film. Disney was unsure how to take the request as Jason Siegel had just done full frontal nudity and forgetting Sarah Marshall. But after realizing that he was an avid fan, the project was approved. Um, I, I will say his full frontal scene in Forgetting Sarah Marshall is maybe the funniest full frontal scene of all time. That movie fucking slaps. I thought you were going to say sucks. So no, no. <laughs> that and I love you, man. Fucking slap. I think I like Jason Segel so much as like a, um, I don't know, protagonist or like a lead because he's he's very vulnerable and he's like a very like he seems like a very like warm guy but he's also like cool without trying mm-hmm. and you just kind of want to be his friend mm-hmm. he's just very he i don't he's like a very warm and inviting presence on screen and that's why he like works so well i love you man because like you're like yeah i, I want to be his friend too like i get it like i understand oh so um the what's it called uh so in uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, like the Dracula musical, the Jim Henson Company actually made the puppets for that. Oh, for So uh... that's what kind of like inspired him to like pitch the Muppet movie. Like the Jim Henson Company like made those puppets in the Dracula musical at the end of uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Um, I don't think I've ever told you this before, but I have a friend that used to work at... Um... I, I don't know if he worked exactly with the Henson company or whatever, or like what, but he worked very closely to the 2014 movie. Mm. Um, and he like spoiled the entire movie for me before it came out. <laughs> like he told me, yeah, every... dude, it takes place in a gulag. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he like told me like every single cameo. He's like, so this is like, uh, there's a bad, there's a bad Kermit and there's like, all and he will things. become a meme forever. It, I, that, I mean, I don't know. That sounds lineal. So I guess we can talk about it. Like it, it's not, it's not good. It's, it's really, I honestly have seen it once and I don't remember one thing that happens in it. There's some, like, good parts. I've also seen it once, so I'm, like, going off a six-year memory here. But there's some funny bits, but, like, there's a lot of fucking Ty Burrell. There, like, there's a lot of Ty Burrell. Um, also <laughs> a lot of Ricky Gervais. And um, I usually like Tina Fey, but she, I, I don't like her character in it. So um, I think your complaint about, like, too many humans, I don't really agree with it for the 2011 movie. But Muppets Most Wanted, I wholeheartedly agree with that. That movie has too many fucking humans. Like, I think also it's like even if there are a lot of humans, um, I think. So my one of a big issue, one of a big issue, one of my big issues with this movie that we are covering today, um, the movie, <laughs> not all of Muppets, um, is that. Like, because there are so many humans and because of the focus on Walter, I feel like literally, like, Rolf speaks, like, once. Like, Rolf doesn't sing. Rolf is literally the musician of the Muppets. Like, yeah, there's, like, like Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem don't perform. Now that I'm thinking about it, what the fuck? Why does Amy Adam have a song and they don't? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't <laughs> like, it bother me as much. 
I know, and I sound like such a boomer. I know. You sound like the people that are like on Facebook posts okay. like whenever they announce a remake. And All it's right. Like, Stick to the original. Pack it up. Pack it up, pack Why? It up Kira. I'm right. No, to me. To me. <laughs> I'm telling myself to pack it up. I'm literally in Kristen Shaw's anger management group with Jack Black right now. Which. I... Why is. Okay, Kristen Shaw has been in every single piece of media since like 2010. And no one knows who she is. And she's never aged. She's looked the same for what, like ten years? Yeah, I um. Who I is have, she? <laughs> I have no opinion on her because all I know her for is cameos. I like, just know her face and her voice. Like, I know she's in the Toy Story movies. She's in and, uh, Gravity Falls too. Right, which I started and I like a lot. So good. Um, yeah, I didn't finish it yet, but it. It's really good. Um, and she, I know she's Louise on Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Uh, she's really good on that. She but. also will just, like, appear in every movie, though. She's like, really good on Earth. Is... What? I was, I was going to say she's really good on Earth to Ned, that episode she's on. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she's, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm about to say I don't her. not like her. I'm just, like, she's in everything. Um, but I like that scene a lot. I think it's one of the funnier cameos, Jack Black. Mm-hmm. Um like, because I, I get the complaint about too many humans, but like the entire Jack Black, like just presence in the movie, I think is really funny. Yeah. Um, it really works for me. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know, like, there's a few cameos that I don't think hit very well, like the, uh, I don't know, the kid from Modern Family. The... Oh my God. Selena Gomez, please but... relax, Selena Gomez. Get it's out okay. of here. It's okay. I, I don't really mind the Selena Gomez one. Um, it felt like a commercial that would be on Disney Channel. Not even just because it was Selena Gomez, but like a thing where it's like, hey, it's Selena Gomez. Hey, guys, what's up? It's Selena Gomez, and you're watching Disney Channel. Dun, 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 Do you not dun. like Selena Gomez? She's fine. She performed with Blackpink, and I like that song. But I literally have... My only opinion on Selena Gomez is, like, she was apparently, like, the most followed person on Instagram at some point, and she apparently has, like, some of the highest charts in, like, all of music, and I'm just like, who? I've never heard of somebody being, like... Didn't you give me shit a few weeks ago when I was, like, what is Selena Gomez doing right now? And you were like, Adam, she's at the top of the charts. She's the most followed person on Twitter. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, I did already say all of this. You gave me so much shit for no, it. No, 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 no. Yeah, she's so popular and everything, and I don't understand why is what I'm trying to say. But you also made fun of me for not knowing that. <laughs> I'm like, and I was like, why the fuck would I know that? <laughs> why right. would I care? Right. Now, don't point out my character inconsistencies because... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> much like the regular, u.s government i have to keep you accountable our regular listeners are gonna start realizing things <laughs> and realizing my uh my contradicting thoughts and opinions well it's okay i mean i don't think anyone will stop listening through that <laughs> it's fine um yeah i don't know i don't really it doesn't bug it, like it didn't make me laugh like lori metcalf i just doesn't really do anything for me either like i i don't know most of the cameos range from they're fine to like actually funny yeah i think also um in i'm gonna go back to it sorry in the original muppet movie like if you think about it like i feel like more often than not the cameos are 
an actual performance. Like, I always think of, like, Steve Martin as the waiter, which is so fucking funny. And, like, Mel Brooks is, like, the scientist. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, an actual performance by person and not just, like, a, oh, look, <laughs> Selena Gomez is going to answer a phone. <laughs> like, it's, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's what, like, a lot of the cameos were. Like, even, like, Whoopi Goldberg was just, like, I heard we're saving a theater. I'm going to go answer a phone for you. (laughs) Like, it's, like, there weren't, like, only, like, Jack Black really, like, did stuff. I feel like that's, like, one of the only successful cameos in the movie. that's that's the point of a cameo. It's not really supposed to be, like... Yeah, but the cameos in the original Muppet movie, they actually did, like, bits. But not everything's going to be the original Muppet movie. Bitch, I'm trying to make a point. Which is... The fact that, like, they don't <laughs> know what the fuck to do I with the Muppets. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> I've been saying the same thing for how long? 45 minutes or some shit? 40 minutes? Well, like, I don't think that's indicative of cameos. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it doesn't bother me. <laughs> like I there's like funny cameos like me and I showed it to Mia for the first time she's never seen a Muppet movie um, mm-hmm. until the other night um, we watched um, the original Muppet movie and uh, Muppets 2011 and she thought the Ken Jong cameo was really funny with the, the punch teacher thing um, mm-hmm. do you even know what I'm talking about yes I do uh, <laughs> I just wanted to make a difference. Punch that teacher. It's really funny. Um, Alan Arkin, I think, is a really funny one. Just like... Because, I don't know, it's Alan Arkin. Yeah, because he's actually, funny. like, acting. He doesn't just appear. Is this Universal Studios? Yes, it is. Oh, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. It's just so fucking funny. Yeah. Um, Emily Blunt's pretty funny in it. It's it, Like, it's just Emily I Blunt. I realized Emily Blunt is playing her character from Devil Wears Prada. Yes, it's so I didn't good. realize that until like now. So good. It's so funny. Um apparently Billy Crystal was in the original cut of the movie. Yeah. Really they upset. cut like a lot of people out of it. That makes me apparently they, did they film the Elmo cameo or did they just not do it? <laughs> I don't know if they filmed it, but they had to cut it because of fucking corporate interests. That makes um, me sad. Yeah, it makes me really upset because one of my favorite moments in the original Muppet movie is Big Bird saying, I'm on my way to New York to break into public television. And Fozzie's like, well, good luck. Patreon subscribers, take a shot every time Kira brings up the original Muppet movie. (laughs) Stop! You're being so mean to me. How am I being mean? Let me be mean to Mickey Entertainment Mouse, please. I'm not but, stopping you, but it's also <laughs> funny to like poke holes in your argument. <laughs> Listen, here's something that you can't argue against. What's that? The entire like, okay, so you watched the first like the original one and this back to back. Yes. Okay. Everything that goes wrong in this movie is fucking Orson Welles's fault. Uh, <laughs> dig into it. Okay, so I had a tweet sitting in my drafts for like weeks because other like other people were tweeting about the Muppet movie because of that like movie bracket or whatever, and I didn't want to like I don't people I don't want people to think I was like participating in that, so I didn't want to tweet about the Muppet movie. It's like I'll I'll let this one marinate. Um, so my tweet, which I just tweeted, was um, 
canonically like Orson Welles produced the Muppet movie that is within the Muppet movie. Mm-hmm. Orson Welles <laughs> says, get me the standard rich and famous contract, which he wrote up and he gave to the Muppets. And the contract is what fucked them over. Because in the fine print, it was what said that their likeness will be taken away from them and the studio will be taken away from them. So oh, Orson right. Welles made them sign that contract. And then, okay, okay, all right. I, I didn't realize it was Like, the same I've contract. never heard anybody mention that before. And I just realized that. I was like, wait, the standard rich and famous contract? That's Orson Welles' contract. I didn't put. I I genuinely thought they were two separate contracts. I didn't realize that it was the same thing. Um, good. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess it's my fault. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so Adam is a mix between Walter Pepe and Young Orson Welles. <laughs> I've got in those three. Kira's also. I think you compare me to Cameron from Ferris Bueller at some point. Um, like the vibe. The vibe, right? Yeah, just like um, a depressed bitch. I mean, yeah, can't even argue that one. Um, yeah, I don't. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, yes. I agree. I, I. That's funny. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I like everything about like the. I, I like the cameos in this movie more than you do, and I think the connections to the originals are like really sweet. Um, I. I don't know. I like the story a lot. I think Walter is a really good character, which I know you think he's like fine, but I think he's actually a really good addition to the Muppets. Like even over like the Disney products, like he's, I enjoy his presence, you know? Yeah. I guess it's just like, I do like Walter and I like the whole thing with um, him and Jason Siegel. Uh-huh. Um, but also like, I don't know. I'm not gonna, even going to bring it up because I feel like I'm just repeating myself. But, like, it, it does kind of shove, like, any plot points that have to do with the other Muppets into the background, and it seems like it's just, like, a Miss Piggy, are we going to get back together? No. Like, it just doesn't... I don't know. I think there should have been more scenes with, like, Walter and the rest of the Muppets if they really wanted to establish, like him like trying to fit in or something i don't know like i feel like it's i, I it just doesn't I, I don't need a fucking character arc in a muppet movie like it's <laughs> like it's it's fine like i believe it like he needs a put like he's self-doubting and he has enough interaction with the kermit and then by the end he's pushed to believe himself and he like, it, it's enough for me like, okay i think i've theorized my issue in my head <laughs> go for it okay I like literally brain blast. I think the main thing that makes me really sad, which maybe not the main thing, but this is like kind of like a big thing that makes me sad about the Muppets, not just in general. About the Muppets in general, like recently, yeah. is that it makes me really sad that people like are probably gonna think that like. The rest of the... <laughs> I'm going to sound like a crazy person. Okay, bear with me, guys. People are going to think that the rest of the Muppets are, like, unimportant and, like, background characters when, like, they're not. 
like all of them are important in different ways and all of them have different songs and bits and stuff and it makes me really upset for like people to be like oh like I don't like because I just always think of Rolf and it's like there was a really fun like when they first like picked him up or whatever and he was like why didn't you include me in the montage and they're like well it wasn't that like spectacular or whatever and they like pulled up to his house they were like hey you want to come and he's like yeah sure and he's like sleeping on a porch it's like that's very like characteristic of Rolf and it's very funny but it's also like I don't know like it and I understand they can't focus on every single Muppet because there's like hundreds of them. However, so many of them are so important. And like Robin wasn't even in this movie. And like, I don't know, like Scooter like barely talked. Like he was just like, okay, everybody. Like, oh, like all of <laughs> Muppets, they have minds <laughs> and they have souls as well as hearts and they have ambition and they've got talent as well as beauty. <laughs> Um, but and yeah, so I'm just like upset if like people think that like they're like unimportant or whatever. I don't think anyone thinks they're unimportant. <laughs> Is that just me projecting? Like I don't know. Yes, like literally. no, but it, even outside of this movie, I mean, like I don't know. Like I said, like Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem didn't even perform in this movie. Who gives a fuck? All <laughs> be- me. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Me. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> They're like, oh, animal, play drums. Cool. Kids are going to be like, who the fuck is this guy? He's scary looking. I. It doesn't matter. Like, I don't. <laughs> I don't know how to say this any other way. Like, it doesn't. This isn't even criticism of the movie this is just my pent-up rage because i've never been able to force anybody to sit and listen to me talk and now i have a platform to so i can literally just get so angry for an hour about the muppets i actually think the star wars comparison that i brought up earlier is actually kind of perfect in this scenario where it's like as a star wars uh dude who loves every era of star wars i live and breathe star wars my phone case is literally covered with star wars stickers i feel like i should be really upset with the secret trilogy for like telling me like r2d2 doesn't matter because he's only there for plot service to find the map to luke skywalker but i'm not because like it's they have bb8 which is walter (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's sorry uh, BBA which is Walter and it's fine to me because he's there and he had his stories and he's it's not that they threw him away like he's there but it's not his story anymore and I I don't know like and I'm not trying to like diminish your criticisms on the whole like the, the entire co- the corporate thing with disney but these like little minute issues i just don't agree with and i'm, tr- I'm not trying to be mean i genuinely i'm <laughs> not trying to be mean i just don't <clears throat> agree i guess like it just doesn't bother me the same way i think um, i don't know i think okay like i said it's not a bad movie it's a good movie right i think it's just mostly 
because of the little amount that they did afterwards and how they didn't really do anything that great afterwards. I have to say, though, one thing that seemed like the most incredible thing ever that I am endlessly upset that they didn't bring anywhere else was that they had, like, a live Muppet show at the Hollywood Bowl. Mm -hmm. Like, literally just the Muppet show, like, performed live. And I'm so fucking upset that they didn't do that anywhere else because I think that's, like, the perfect platform for the Muppets. I really truly do not understand why they couldn't just do a Muppet show on Disney Plus like a, a like a Muppet like this the Muppet show because like Disney is an evil corporation and they're Rashida Jones on their cell phone saying Here we fucking go <laughs> I, I, saying, I asked for it Kermit you're not you're not famous enough to host your own show you have to find a celebrity host you have to find a celebrity host Kermit why not why not find Ty Burrell why not find Linda Cardellini I mean, because Linda Cardellini is more famous. Go, go to a little kid and say, "Hey, do you like Linda Cardellini or Kermit the Frog more?" And they'll be like, "Who?" To Linda Cardellini, not to Kermit. To both. Okay, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I say this as a lifelong fan. <laughs> okay. I, I'm not trying to be mean. I just don't agree. Is what I'm saying. But, anyways, I think. I... <laughs> do you want me to say some nice things yeah please I think a really good Muppet bit that never gets old and should be in all content ever is when they always have to get past security and secretaries <laughs> yeah um, I like the one with the Lily Blunt like a lot yeah uh, it's really cute like it's they're really always like they, o- <laughs> they always come up with like the funniest fucking thing like these smart Muppets they're so smart <laughs> <laughs> I um I like can we can we at least agree if not on anything else at least this that Chris Cooper fucking owns in this movie. Yeah, his like rap is like secondhand embarrassment at its peak, but he's really good as a villain. Uh, I his rap is incredible. It's like so fucking great that they got Chris Cooper to rap in a movie, and the yeah. fact that they even did that already it's means great. Just... Like, my image of him, not even just watching this, but, like, just in general, is, like, it swings between... Like, when he was rapping, all I was thinking about was, like, oh, like, Little Women. And then I was, like, oh, my God, the Nazi dad from American Beauty. Just, like, swinging I, back and forth. I'm... I don't know. I just look at him like... No, it, it didn't... No, it didn't... It didn't, like, paint it in a negative way. I was just, like, looking at him and I was just remembering, like... Like, you know, like, when you just, like, dissociate, like... I was like, wow. <laughs> Remember that scene in Little Women? Oh my god, wait, he was the Nazi in American Beauty. He's just an amazing actor. No, yeah, he's great. I, and I liked that he did his little rap because it was fucking funny. Like, it was really funny. Um, just, it, just the fact that they got Chris Cooper to rap in this movie, like, that's funny in itself. And the actual dialogue, like, the actual, like, verses, it's, like, it's good. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I really liked that. I Like I said earlier, I like Jason Segel as the lead, but I... Um, I don't know. I, like, I enjoy the general story of, like, getting all the Muppets back together and just, like... A lot of it's like nostalgia pandering in the same way, you know, to, I guess take a shot anytime I bring up Star Wars, but it's nostalgia pandering in a way that The Force Awakens is, 
It's like, remember this? Remember this? Remember this song? Remember that? Remember this, like, like little set piece? Remember Kermit's banjo? Like, <laughs> remember all these things? And, it, but it works. Like, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. it, the all these, like, little details work for me. Like, uh, like uh, built to sit down and rock and roll. Like, that entire sequence is, like, really cool. Like, it's really, it gives me, like, chills every time I watch it. <laughs> And, yeah, it's really cute, and I like seeing them all work together, but wouldn't that be better if it was, like, an original song and not, like, Amy Adams lip-syncing? I, no. I... I'm, i like, so nitpicking. I'm so sorry. I'm, it is a cute sequence. I like yes, it. Yes, it is. <laughs> Listen, I... <laughs> I have to say this. This is, like, a complete, like, just a tiny little anecdote. Okay. So, when they're, like, going around and finding all the Muppets, Gonzo... He runs his own, like, toilet company. Is that not just Adam Sandler and Punch Drunk Love? It, it is, yes. Like, literally, Gonzo is Adam Sandler and Punch Drunk Love. Like, his little suit, and he's, like, going around his, like, toilet company with, like, plungers and stuff. Like, that's Adam Sandler and Punch Drunk Love. I would I'm love to see... and disregards the toilet industry. What? He, like, he finds his calling again, yeah. and then disregards the toilet industry. Yeah. It's literally Punch the... The calling in question, uh, putting on a variety show, not uh, putting rappers, whatever it's, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, suits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just had to say that. It was, I would love to see Punch Trunk Love, but with Gonzo and uh, Adam Sandler's role. Gonzo and Adam. Like... Oh, no, go ahead. No, I was just going to say Gonzo and Adam Sandler would probably get along. That if he we had to compare Adam Sandler like Adam Sandler to any Muppet, I think it's Gonzo. Yeah, it's like it's Gonzo and Kermit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm, yeah, yeah. I would say like Fozzie, but Fozzie's very like I'm a joke guy, and like Adam Sandler's more like wacky, I, I, I but also like, like wholesome. I feel like Fozzie's more like Kevin James or like. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's let's cast the Happy Madison. Let's put let's cast grown ups <laughs> with Muppets. Let's go. What if Muppets were in the Happy Madison universe? Um, so uh, Adam Sandler is Kermit, Fozzie mm-hmm. is Kevin James. Uh, who are the they, other grown ups? Uh, Rob Schneider's fucking Pepe. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I guess Chris Rock could be, uh, uh, I just said his name, but I forget, Gonzo, just because he's, like, funny and, like, not, like, annoying. (laughs) Um, and then who's left? David Spade? David Spade could be... Hmm. I'm trying to think. I'm, like, looking at all the Muppets right now, but I can't, like, place any of them with David Spade. (laughs) Rolf, maybe? No, Rolf is too, like... Rolf is, like, old school. I don't want to say animal, either, because it's not really animal. No, animal is too chaotic. Yeah. Uh, Pepe? No, wait. I said Pepe. Um, I don't know. Oh, Rizzo the Rat. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. (laughs) I like how we just, like, cast the people that we liked as the good ones, and then (laughs) the two guys we don't like. They're not bad. It's just, like, the vibe. Like, Rizzo the Rat's like, hey. And that's David Spade. (laughs) <laughs> have you been to Rizzo's Pizzeria in Hollywood's videos? It's Mm-mm, so it's no. really good. Uh, is it still open, like in general? Yeah. Okay, I like it. Um, man, I miss Muppet Vision. Yeah, same. I didn't get to go on it. 
<laughs> which I, I considered that to be a personal attack against you back in January. That yeah, was- the fact that it was closed the one weekend that I was in Disney, that's fucking bullshit. I hadn't been there in like 10 years. I hadn't been on Muppet Vision in 10 years. Next time I go to Disney, I'll FaceTime you while I'm on Muppet Thank Vision. you. Yeah. Um, I was actually, I, I know we talked about it the last pod. I was considering going again because, like, I was, uh, uh, I signed up for AAA uh, mm-hmm. and they have like discount tickets to Disney. And I was like, oh, fuck, you're about to make me act up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I ultimately decided not to because it's irresponsible and stupid at the moment. But um, and we're proud of you for it, right? But goddamn, I was like, man, I could like go there for like ninety bucks and like just go to fucking Galaxy's Edge and Can I go? Vision and yeah, I mean, if you want to, cool. um, and call it a day like that. Like I'd be safe if I'd wear a mask. And then I watched like a YouTube vlog of Hollywood Studios like after, and then I saw like all these people just like not distancing themselves and i'm like yeah i'm not doing it mm. so that's uh that was my character development over the past weekend <laughs> we're proud of you for it um so i don't i mean do you like the like third act of this movie like the uh i think so yeah i think the show is like cute um it i forgot about uh CeeLo green's forget you <laughs> I... and i was like oh okay it kind of reminded me of like those videos which I don't really have complaints about it, but, like, when Disney would just make, like, videos of, like, Muppets just singing songs, like, I don't really have a complaint about I that. I kind of like, prefer that over, like, Disney Plus shit. Like, yeah, same. Absolutely. Like, them singing Bohemian Rhapsody, that was, like, iconic. <laughs> yeah, no, that's my favorite one for sure. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, it just was a lot of noise. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you heard that? I accidentally kicked over um, my pop star branded cup that is filled with uh like pens and scissors <laughs> I just kicked it over onto my floor speaking of pop star mm. um so where you going with this <laughs> um so in in the <laughs> it's so funny so in the um <laughs> stop <laughs> <laughs> okay in the third act, when they sing the Muppet Show theme song, mm-hmm. you know how Zach Galifianakis as Hobo Joe, which, side note, Zillennial movies, like, Zillennial canon in general is just, like, homeless people are fucking hilarious. That's just, like, yeah. all Zillennial movies want you to think that. They're like, oh, hobos? Whoa. Like, even, like, iCarly, like, perpetuated that. Like, shut up. Okay, anyway, so. Yeah, I, well, just a quick, quick side note. Yeah. That was something I thought was hilarious, like, when I was, like, 10. And then, like, looking back on it now, I'm like, that's really, like, fucked up. No, like, yeah, like. That um, media kind of perpetuated me as a kid onto that humor. Like, it's, I think a lot of it was, like, iCarly. And, like, Nickelodeon would do it a lot. Yeah. Um would just be like oh like like i feel like hobo joe is like a i feel like that's been used also in like iCarly and stuff like that yeah but kind of gross yeah extremely fucked up yeah and i'm like kind of surprised that not even just muppets but like disney would do that because it's like a very like 2000s like lowbrow calm not like lowbrow but like I don't know. Sorry, I'm, like, picking up my cup, if you can hear that. <laughs> we can. Um, okay, thanks. Um, anyway, so, 
Zach Galifianakis as Hobo Joe sings that one line. Mm-hmm. That line is dubbed over by Joanna Newsom. I was just um, reading that like right. Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Muppet Show theme is one of her only songs on Spotify because she's against Spotify. And I specifically switched to Apple Music for her. Jesus Christ. Um, no, because like I love her a lot and I was about to go see her in concert and I was like, I want to like listen like because I usually would just listen on YouTube and I'm like, I want to listen when I'm like on the train and stuff. So I was like, I might as well just switch to Apple Music. So yeah, it's still like one of her top songs on Apple Music too. It's just the Muppet Show theme song. And speaking of pop star, if you look up Joanna Newsom, her filmography comes up and her filmography is the most Kira Cannon thing. It's literally Inherent Vice pop star and the Muppet movie. <laughs> Or Muppets, the Muppets. Yeah, um, that's that's actually that literally is. Cute. Like I could literally look around my room and I'm like inherent vice poster, pop star cup, and Muppet poster, just all in like one frame of vision. I'm like, wow, Joanna Newsom canon. Her soundtrack, like a uh, collection on IMDb, is The Strangers, Paper Towns, <laughs> <laughs> and that's. <laughs> What song is in Paper Towns? On a Good Day. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. I, say what you will about John Green movies or, like, adaptations, which, spoiler alert, I think they're all pretty good, even though the source material really shouldn't adapt well. Um, but they I all didn't have... See, I didn't watch Looking for Alaska. Good, it might be the best of the bunch. It's a really fucking good show. Like... Yeah, I gotta watch it. I was genuinely surprised to watch I like that show. I think the the young actors that are in it, they they really sell that show. Like they gave it their all, and I I applaud them for it because I I've always thought that was his best book. Like it, yeah. it's very it's a very good one. Um, but they they nailed it with the adaptation for that. That that was very well done. Um, uh, R.I.P. I think Lynn Shelton directed an episode or two of that before. Uh, oh wow, I didn't know that. I think I could. I really hope I'm not wrong on that, but um. Uh, but yeah, that's a quick uh, plug, I guess, if you want to watch something good. Uh, but those movies always have like good soundtracks uh, mm-hmm. for some reason. It's um, for the teens. It's for the depressed teens. They got to give it to them. Also, I was wrong. Lynn Schell did not. She did a little fires everywhere. Another oh, show okay. that I watched on Hulu. So my bad. Yeah. Um, but um, where was I going? With oh yeah, Joanna Newsom. Like just a very sporadic IMDb page. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's also interesting because like this movie like you said like all the stuff that the the director worked on uh it's so crazy to see like the cameos that like do like like the ones that you're like why that cameo and it's like oh because like literally they're like probably just people that like the Muppets or they're like friends with each other or stuff like that like you know what I mean? Like, why was Joanna Newsom's voice specifically the cameo for that? And then you're like, oh, she's, like, friends with, like, all comedians and stuff. And she probably is friends with some of these people. Or people are just, like, big fans. Like, there's just, like, a weird, like, overlap between, like, comedy people and then, like, really good I, musicians. I'm, like, nearly positive that, like, Andy Samberg is friends with Jason Siegel and then thus. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and I'm not saying this, like, discredit her in any way. But I mean, like, it's a right, very no. random choice for her to sing but one make line it yeah it's like a, <laughs> it's, it's a very random choice for her to dub one line on I, the muppet movie soundtrack that's a um, very over zach galifianakis and zach galifianakis is like friends with fiona apple too 
That's very funny, I think. It's just so simple, <laughs> but I think it's funny. That's actually like a very admirable quality for this movie, I think. <laughs> um, I like that a lot. I didn't I didn't it makes realize it so that. much better. I actually but... thought that bit was funny already, like when yeah. it happened, but that makes it all the more funny. Yeah, finding out it was John and Newsom was like a galaxy brain, like, oh my god. Yeah, that makes so much sense. Did you know that before tonight? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because uh like when I started listening to her, that was her only song on Spotify, like a few years ago, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm looking uh, at the Wikipedia page now, and there's like I didn't realize like how stacked the cast was. Like people I didn't even know were in it as like side characters, like just I don't know if like actual like news reporters are in it, like playing news reporters, mm-hmm. and like. Uh, I don't know, just like, like very much side characters. Like this movie's filled to the brim with. I think it has more cameos than the original movie, right? Like way more. I didn't realize that Donald Glover is in it. Like, do you just not remember him, or did you forget? Like, no, I didn't even notice. He's the guy at uh, Emily Blunt's office. Oh, I like, might have like they, not been looking at the TV. He's like the guy that like slams the door open and smushes Kermit in the wall. Oh. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Kira, I mean, Kira, <laughs> Mia was very shocked at all the cameos. I don't think she, she didn't know that there were so many cameos in Muppets movies when we were mm-hmm. watching them. Um, and I think that Donald Glover and Emily Blunt, like, back-to-back, like, really got her off guard. She yeah. was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um, she, she liked the first one, though. Yeah, no, she liked, she loved both of them, actually. Um, she, I think she's, like, intrigued to get, like, more into Muppet things which um i can kind of a credit to her following kira on twitter for um <laughs> she, ever since that happened she's been more like hey i want to watch muppets um so uh i think at some point we're gonna have to try to watch like the other movies like mm-hmm. muppet treasure island's like a favorite of mine um to christmas carol pro- I, we probably will in december honestly um that's a that's a christmas vibe um and then i, I like muppets from space a lot like it's it's cheesy, but I like it. Um, and then yeah, I don't know. Like, but she really enjoyed it, and she was, but she was like very thrown off guard by like the humor of the Muppets. I don't know what she was expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was like really into the humor, and she because I, I I think this is interesting, and I don't really mean to bring her up so often, but like I always like showing her these movies that she's never because like I I like showing it to her because very often when I show her millennial movies, she hasn't seen them before. Mm-hmm. And I get to like have her as like a testing ground to be like, so what do you think is like a, like a newcomer in 2020? Like, what do you think about this? And, um, and she's very honest too. Like she won't lie to me and say she likes something that like I, I like, you know, mm-hmm. um, like if she, if she didn't like the Muppets, she would just tell me that. Um, but no, <laughs> she really liked it. And she, um, I don't think that's what she was expecting. And I, maybe that goes to Kira's point like that, you know, they should, um, stick to actual dialogue and scripting stuff because that's um i don't know that's clearly what very funny it's well it's what people prefer and i I mean i get your complaint about like it being a little bit too meta i don't think it this movie pushes that line i don't think meta in sense of humor i like when it has meta humor like oh this movie is going to be short and also um statler and waldorf like i think they're really funny yeah um and that's like meta humor, but I was just complaining about meta in the sense that, uh, of like knowing who the Muppets are in this world, like meta in the sense that, like, like 
it's literally trying to criticize something that isn't that like they're true. acting like they're self-aware but it's like actually something that is an issue like hanging over it right yeah no i mean i no i i get that i guess i i get it it's just it doesn't bug me. i mean i guess this like every no time. i know i know i mean um, we're not gonna annoy people with that conversation again because i just keep saying the same exact thing but i mean like i didn't like i like muppets meta humor i was just saying i have issue with the meta thing of it being like trying to be critical without it being like it being like hypocritical i don't think it crosses that line for me at least because it's just i i don't know like it doesn't bug me that like people like james bob and jason Siegel they got the disney money and they did this like they told this no story. yeah you could definitely see that it's like a vision yeah like i said it has to do with like the whole like i'm i think about it in like the big picture I, I guess like the if thing, there like, was I good don't. if there was good Muppet content outside of it, like I genuinely think that Jason Siegel, like I think that this is like you could literally tell like how much love and care was put into it. Mm-hmm. However, like I feel like you could absolutely see where like Disney is, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I think that's the issue with a lot of things. Like I a lot, like literally, like like you were saying, like Star Wars. Um, like you can see where there's like a distinct vision, and then you just see where Disney is. Yeah, I mean it. I I don't know. Like it, I, I say this every time. It doesn't bother me. Um, I don't know, dude. It just doesn't bug me because I don't. I think that's the difference between you and me. Like I don't look at the bigger picture when I'm like like talking about a singular movie i can like criticize the bigger picture like i can criticize like the corporate interests that are plaguing the muppets but if it's not directly affecting the singular movie that i'm watching i won't say like it won't affect the movie you know maybe my brain is just broken I don't, I think as much as I've made fun of you tonight, I don't think you're invalid for these thoughts. Like, I think they're <laughs> fine. It's, it's totally, it's totally reasonable. I'm not trying to I feel like we're make... like holding the audience hostage. What audience? <laughs> True. The three oh. people. Hi, Courtney. <laughs> How's that? Hi, Deirdre. <laughs> um, um, but I just don't, it doesn't, I've never been that person where it's like, it's even, I mean, I guess if we want to go away from star Wars, like the, the newest DC movies, like it's very clear to me that Warner brothers has no fucking idea what they're doing with DC properties. You know, like the fact that you can go, you think that's a bad thing though? That they don't know what they're doing. Like, I don't know. I'm kind of looking at it in the sense of like they don't really need to build like a cinematic universe. They could literally a, just do whatever the fuck well, they want. It's the fact that half of the movies are trying to build a cinematic universe and then the other half aren't. And then that yeah, I guess. comes to a mess. I, don't know. Um, I, I just would, think that they could do whatever they want. Well, it's either or. And it's valid. They're, <laughs> well, it's, they're like doing either or. They're like trying to have a universe, but also like trying to be messy on the other half. And then that just feels like 
like I and I'm, that's me saying that as someone who what thinks if birds... what if Joaquin Phoenix Joker entered Birds of Prey universe? I'd fucking kill myself. Um, <laughs> unless they did it as a gag, and in that case, it would be great. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, and I'm saying that as someone who loved Birds of Prey, and this isn't even criticizing. And again, this is what I'm saying. I love some of the singular DC movies. Like I loved, loved, loved Birds of Prey. I I, I seen that movie like eight times. <laughs> it was great. It, it was amazing. Um, I loved Wonder Woman. I loved Aquaman. It's like an anime brought to life. It's awesome. I love that movie. Um, Shazam, really great movie. Like really great superhero movie because it's yeah, a kids Shazam movie. was good. Shazam was a kids movie, and that's what I liked about it. It it, it was really just a fun movie. Um, but then you have shit like Justice League, where it's like the worst, and I mean the worst of what corporate interest can do to a film. Do you think? And, uh, do you think the other one's going to be good? The Snyder Cut. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's I don't like the thing is like with Zack Snyder, I don't think he's a great director. I certainly like movies that he's made. Like, I like Watchmen. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh, I, I've always found 300 to be overrated, but his like Dawn of the Dead is good. Like, it's weird. Like, I go back and forth like every movie. Like, Dawn of the Dead, uh, Watchmen. I like the Man of Steel. I like that movie. Batman v Superman. I'm always mixed on. Like, I I can't decide how i feel about that movie like I, I feel like twitter has brought up some very good points validating that movie mm-hmm. but then there's all like anytime i watch i'm like this is a fucking mess and like also like who gives a fuck like, every time I, <laughs> I feel um, that way about a lot of movies like it just because like i remember like when i was watching the ultimate snyder fucking cut whatever like it was there's a point where i still didn't understand what jesse eisenberg's master plan was in that movie and i was halfway on youtube through typing uh jesse no lex luther's plan explained but then i just deleted all of it and said to myself who gives a fuck like i don't (laughs) (laughs) just out loud to nobody in particular i do that a lot i do that a lot (laughs) um but i my if I had to wrap this back to the Muppets, I apologize for the big detour. Um, like, even though, like, I think Warner Brothers has no fucking idea what they're doing over there, that doesn't mean I can't enjoy the larger picture of Muppets. Or... But did I not begin this episode by saying it's not a bad movie, it's a good movie? Well, yes, but you're also shitting on <laughs> I can shit on things I love. I shit on everything, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i mean i again i'm not trying to invalidate your feelings i i respect you i uh Thanks. I, I i admire you and i i i think you're smarter than me when it comes to the muppets i'm not trying to uh, i i don't think i'm smarter than anybody when it comes to the muppets and i definitely have blind spots when it comes to the muppets but like I think I'm just so protective. <laughs> I hate myself. I <laughs> I just like love them so much and it's literally like the most not even like comforting thing, but I legitimately think that the Muppets are the best piece of pop culture that has ever been made. Um I'm going to send something in the chat and I'm what are gonna, you gonna send me? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. I don't know if you're gonna buy it or not. 
We'll see. What is it? The Muppet. Oh, yeah. I was gonna, um. Muppet Show Comics. Yeah. I actually, on the Tower of Terror episode, I don't know if I told you, but I was like looking for the, uh, what's it called? The, um, like the Disney Parks comics. Um, because those are really cool. Um, they have like Enchanted Tiki Room, they have uh, Tower of Terror, they have uh, they have Figment also. It's um, are these yeah. like old or are they like newer? Um, they're like in the 2000s. Okay, I'm looking um, at like the covers are pretty cool. Yeah, it's like I feel like they're more so like collectors. Like, I feel like this Muppet Show one is like it's probably gonna be be decent because it's just kind of like artwork of the Muppets. Yeah. Um, also, they are somehow able to have Bert from Sesame Street in it. <laughs> That's always um, fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's always fun. Uh, this is my pitch to Disney. I think I've pitched this on the Tower of Terror episode, but let me make the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad movie. Let me do it. Yeah. Let me do it. Either that or a remake of Tower of Terror. Either or. Yeah. I'm down for it. I would love to make, like I said, and you make fun of me for it, um, Small World. Yeah. Or, um, I would like to see Kira's remake of Country Bears. I think it'd be cool to have an actual Country Bears movie. <laughs> no, okay. The music in Country Bears is so fucking good. No, I agree with you. They are all so cool. <laughs> no, sorry. Go ahead. They are all so cool, Adam. <laughs> No, they're, like, really, like, cool-looking, and I'm, like, if I had, like, two friends that also like Disney parks, I would love to be, like, the three little bears and the tutus and the bonnets. Do you remember the trailer for the Country Bears movie? I don't want to think about the trailer for the Country Bears movie. The thing that I most remember is he has thick brown hair all over his body. Oh, what, is he a bear? (laughs) (laughs) So stupid. God. We're gonna talk about that movie one day. Yeah, someday. Uh, yeah, not today. Um, well, I would also right. love to make a Figment movie. That would be really cute. I think. Is he in that ride right now or no? The Dreamfinder. Yeah. No. Oh, so he's just. So what's he's his just role? Lost. <laughs> Nothing at all. <laughs> so. He's just gone. Like literally, just gone. He never came back since like the nineties. I don't think so. No. Um. It was really cool, though, because um, they had, as, like, a walk-around character, they had him, and he was carrying a figment puppet. Mm-hmm. It was really cute, like, the interactions. That's sad, like, that they... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the last time he appeared was... <laughs> he appeared on the floor at the 2013 D23. The bare minimum. Yeah. Because it was, like, a ceremony for Tony Baxter. And he was at uh, 40th anniversary. Oh, that's cute. Oh, that's so sad. Wow. Okay. I mean, not sad. It's really cute. And it's sad because I didn't witness it. Want to tell the audience? What? I want to tell the audience. Yeah, sure. Um... (laughs) Would you like to share with the audience? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so for Disney World's 40th anniversary, um, they had a concert 
and uh, Dreamfinder and Figment made a surprise appearance to sing One Little Spark with Richard Sherman. What the heck? I'm going to look up a video of that when we hang up. That's, um, wow. I That would be really sweet if I... Uh, Cared? Knew. What you <laughs> oh, were talking he's about. Like, he's, he's like, I forgot. He's like in the ride, like in like the background. So he's like, he doesn't have like a presence though. I feel like this entire episode has been you like talking about stuff really sincerely. And I'm just like, <laughs> that would mean a lot to me if I gave a fuck. Oh my God. Adam. Adam. <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not a mean person. I'm a good, I'm a okay. nice person. Well, let me just research something really quick. How tall is Jason Siegel? He's like 6'2", isn't he? He's over six foot, I know that. Six four. Ugh. Wow. Too tall, too tall. Kira, <laughs> <laughs> when she sees someone over five nine. Whoa, too tall. <laughs> too tall for me. <laughs> I cannot imagine a human being being that tall. I don't think I've ever been near somebody that tall in my whole life. Um I cannot think of a time that I was, like, next to a person and I'm like, whoa, they're definitely taller than six foot. I... <laughs> Maybe it's because I just hang out with dudes, but there's a, there's a lot of tall people in Florida. <laughs> wow, only it's in, in Florida? It's in the... It's in this, well, our water in the faucets are splash mountain water, and it makes yeah. us grow. Yeah, I'm sure. So, yeah. Um... Yeah, I uh, another good thing about the Muppets is I love when Fozzie says Kermit. <laughs> I think that's the peak of comedy. Kermit. <laughs> he goes Kermit, and also Kermit. <laughs> so cute, honestly. Yeah, like... I love that. Like I, I love them so much. <laughs> I love the Muppets. Did you I all... know that? <laughs> I want to give uh, Fozzie a hug. Yeah, imagine how soft he is. Okay, my dream is I don't even want to make a Muppet movie because it's too much pressure. I want to be offered a Muppet movie and I want to say the only time, like, I want to be so, like, sought after that they're like, we want you to do a Muppet movie. And I said, okay, as long as we get, like, Frank Oz in the room and I get to, like, hug a Muppet. If a Muppet was in front of me, I would fucking sob. I don't know how I would react if I saw a Muppet in front of me. I saw Kermit, like, from afar on, like, I went to see, like, Jimmy Fallon live. And I just, like, I could not believe it. <laughs> <laughs> but to a lesser extent, right? What do you mean? Like, Jimmy Fallon? Yeah, Jimmy Fallon was drunk off his ass. It was a St. Patrick's Day show. <laughs> and that's not even slander. Like, Jimmy Fallon was wasted. I was at the recording of uh, um, Jimmy Fallon when he was here at Universal Orlando. And uh, he had The Rock and... Uh, uh, oh, shit. Uh, Jennifer Lopez. I don't know why I blank on her name. Um, that episode. And it was mm -hmm. very weirdly, like, surreal. Yeah. It's weird to see them in person. It is. I've hugged Jimmy you. Fallon before. Have you? Yeah. Um, did you smell we, the alcohol? <laughs> we 
I accidentally like slapped his face with my face. Like you know, you know when you like don't know which side to go in in for in a hug. Right. Yeah, so we were like kind of like going like left, right, left, right, and I like smacked my face into his face by accident. <laughs> it was a uh, it's not as fun to see him as it is to see Seth Meyers. When you see Seth Meyers during commercial breaks, like Seth Meyers actually just like talks to you and is casual and me being a fucking dumbass like who just graduated high school i was like oh my god seth like i had a picture of stefan on my graduation cap and i like made him like do a bit like he clearly didn't want to do and he was like oh wow really and i'm like yeah like how's stefan doing and i was just like now thinking back i'm like that's so fucking annoying (laughs) Because, like, I made this man, like, improvise on the spot. Like, I didn't just ask him, like, a normal question. <laughs> like, this man really had to come up with, like, what's Stefan doing right now? Uh, John Mulaney's not here to write a joke. What is he doing right now? He thinks about you every day now. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's like, why did this girl have a picture of Stefan on her high school graduation cap? <laughs> Very normal. <laughs> this girl's going places. Very normal behavior. <laughs> Yeah, going um, places, the going places in question, sitting in my room at 1am, screaming about the Muppet movie for an hour, an hour and a half, actually. With her best friend who lives in Florida. <laughs> my best friend that I've met once. <laughs> what a life. <laughs> um, any final thoughts on this movie? I've said my, I've said my piece. Um... Uh, <laughs> It's so sad the way you said it. I'm sorry. Um, so I guess if I have to be the optimist on the pod, I like this movie a lot. I, I think, like I said earlier, I think it's the second best Muppet movie. Um, of course, nothing can top the original Muppet movie, but this one I think is, you know, regardless of everything that came after it, I think this one really nails the Muppets and understands them in a way that. I feel like could have easily been, I don't know, like kind of obnoxious. I already said this earlier, but like when movies kind of like whenever they're rebooting something, if they take, if they, if they're aware of the importance, the self-importance of their own franchise, it can often feel obnoxious and weird when they acknowledge that. But this movie does it in a very sweet way uh, without ever feeling like it's, I don't know, like just being obnoxious about it. And I admire that. And I, I love it. I think it's really sweet, heartfelt. I, I love Kermit in this movie. I love all the Muppets. And I it just works for me. It's a very heartwarming movie. <laughs> like it just I like it. And it's good to have fun sometimes. And it's it's, it's <laughs> I, I enjoy it. Okay, Shady. It's good to have fun sometimes through gritted teeth. Um yeah, I will say like the like not the one thing, but, like, one thing that this movie does get is the fact that the Muppets have always been underdogs and they've never not been underdogs. Um, not the movie Underdog, but, uh, like, the concept <laughs> of underdogs. Um, and I think that it was good that they did this rather than, like, starting it out with them all being on top, you know, because that's just, like, not them. Um, like, even in the end, they're, like, not, like, uncomfortable, but they're, like, shocked by the fact that people are, like, oh, they care. Um, so, like, yeah, I think just, like, keeping them as underdogs is just the main, 
Well, that's what makes it so sweet at the end is like they they sincerely don't think people care anymore. And when they do, it makes all the better to see them like succeed and like not to be a CinemaSins ass bitch. But somebody could have literally just handed them a dollar at the end and they would have made their $10 million. <laughs> but what's fun about that? Yeah, I know. Abolish CinemaSins. <laughs> I was watching The Last Jedi one just to get angry the other night. Oh my god, all the comments were probably the worst thing of all time. It was like 20 minutes about them screaming about how Laura Dern can like scientifically like do that with the, the, the when she kills everyone with the thing. I think she's valid. I think Laura Dern could kill everyone. And it's like you're ta- as a treat. <laughs> you're, you're talking about the science of a fucking fictional ship. Mm-hmm. There's no science. It's science <laughs> fiction, you fucking idiots. I hate all of you. Shut the fuck up about Star Wars. I'm done. I hate it. Adam. I hate it so much. Just stop like enjoy things. It's okay. <laughs> and this isn't people to people being critical about like plot points or writing um it's about people who like dissect. yeah that's like okay like they that's like science that's like me being like a studebaker doesn't drive like that yeah exactly right yeah no <laughs> it, yeah exactly yeah so like to all the people that are they didn't like, seal the paint on that studebaker <laughs> to the people that are like complaining about the time travel and avengers 4 shut the fuck up which one was the fourth one? The the the, the, the last game. one. The oh, last okay. one. Yeah. The, the pe- people talking about how if Thanos snapped his fingers, they wouldn't turn to dust. Shut the fuck up. There's no such thing as magical rocks. There's no science <laughs> behind that. There's no such thing as magical rocks. But you know what does exist in the real world? What? A cloth puppet. Oh, this brings me to, I know we like already wrapped it up. I wanted to read one passage, which was so interesting from the actual Manor Muppet Wikipedia page, which Jason Siegel didn't have to go that hard on Manor Muppet, but he did for us. Um, That's great. So the background of the song, the first, <laughs> the first sentence of it is the film's writers, Nicholas Stoller and Jason Siegel informed Mackenzie, it's Brett Brett McKenzie that he had to avoid alluding to the term puppet stating that the Muppet characters viewed themselves as actual people and never as sentient sentient puppet figures Um, and Brett McKenzie said I think everyone has had that crisis at some point trying to figure out if they were a man or a Muppet I like the idea of people having that crisis driving around trying to figure it out and like also Michael Sarah and Paul Rudd were considered for Jim Parsons being which I like Jim Parsons in this. I think Jim Parsons is good. I think he just accidentally got a role in Big Bang Theory, and that made us all hate him. Yeah, well, I won't fault anyone for doing Big Bang Theory, because, like, at that point, who would have fucking knew? They were stuck in it for, like, 15 years. No, I, like, what I'm saying is, like, I won't fault anyone for taking a job, like, yeah, no. and then getting stuck in a contract of, like, a 15 seasons on a show. Yeah. Like that's that's a paycheck. I get it. I'm not gonna blame anyone for that. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know if I've seen enough Jim Parsons outside of that to like. I think judge, I just respect but... him as a regular person because it's like, damn, like he really stayed in that for that long. No, I mean, yeah, I have nothing, <laughs> I have nothing against him, but I have also not seen enough to like say like I like him either. I'm sure he's a cool dude. I don't know. Um, but 
uh, I think Paul Rudd would have been fun. Just <laughs> to do this uh, yeah, that would have been really funny with Jason Segel. Damn. Um, yeah, like that would be playing great. pianos across from each other. I would have loved Michael that. Michael Sarah would have been hilarious, and I don't think they would fit together, like Walter and Michael Sarah. But I think it would be very funny. Well, I um, was trying to think of like, and don't say me, but I was trying to think of someone that like embodied Walter, like if well, Walter is of... like, is he like young? Like, yeah, he's like early twenties. Well, he's right? the same. He's the same age as uh as uh, what's his Jason Siegel. Oh yeah, true. Because like they're they're the same. Like they grew up together, but like the, the you know the gag is he doesn't grow. And, yeah, true. Um, because they they go to prom together and shit. yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> um, which by the way, the opening of this movie is really funny. Um, mm-hmm. I, it's just so sweet and it's uh, cute. Also, uh, the Muppets like busting out the TV is like some Videodrome. Nonsense. Yeah, it's just some weird shit that I like. Um, like, I don't like when TVs are, like, gooey. Like, ever since seeing Videodrome, I don't like, like, the idea of, like, technology, like, being, like, um, not, like, hard plastic. Or, like, not, like, a hard barrier. I think Videodrome just fucked me up, honestly. Such a good movie, though. Really good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, the opening, I... Everything with, like, Walter, like, I, I just I love it like I mean the opening itself but also like um um what's that song called again the opening song uh, uh me and me and Julio down by the schoolyard that's not the title that's just what the song is maybe that is the whole title I don't know <laughs> um, <laughs> I was wait. about to be like Paul Williams no it's Paul Simon no like the uh no, like the op- the like the musical number. Life's a happy song. I was trying Oh, to- I thought you meant like the opening opening. Well, I, that's what I was talking about before, but like the uh the Life's a Happy Song, like I love everything of like like when like the whole like musical number between him and Jason. Yeah, and, all like, the rhymes are really, really cute. And like when they're brushing their teeth and like singing yeah. together, it's so cute. When they're but, like, like I love I love when like they have all these rhymes um for like all the little vendors in town and it's like <laughs> life's a filet o fish and they just don't know what to say. say like, yeah, and like, it yes it is. <laughs> That's literally us. What the fuck? <laughs> I like when he like finally like leave they all like go on the bus. They're like, mm-hmm. Oh fuck, finally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so yeah. like it's cute. Like yeah. it I do like that song. I just um yeah, I mean, it's just, like, more of, like, a tonal thing for me, I guess. Like? Like, the big, like, show tune stuff works with, like, the personalities of, like, Walter and, like, um, like, Jason Segel and Amy Adams, because they're kind of, like, a, almost like a parody of, like, a, like, a small, like, like, small town America type thing. Um, I don't know. I don't want to bring up my criticisms again. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That, it, <laughs> me. Um, it's also like, um, so they're making something new with. Um, uh, have you seen what's it called? Emmett Otter. It's like my favorite Christmas movie. Ever. I mean, I know what it is, but I've never like. Actually yeah. Seen it. So they're doing something new with Emmett Otter, um, and I believe that. Brett McKenzie, yeah, Brett McKenzie's also doing it as a writer and songwriter, mm-hmm. um, which I don't really care about Flight of the Concords. I know that people like it a lot. Um, 
but I don't really like love his music that much. Um, and I don't really like that he's doing Emmett Otter for similar reasons as my criticisms of the music in this is that Emmett Otter is like Paul Williams is like perfect for that. And I just like, okay, I would trust it if Paul Williams like is very involved in it because it's like all Paul Williams. And I just, I sound like a crazy person. Sorry. It's one I am. Um, like literally, okay. It's Paul Williams and it works because Paul Williams music has the vibe of the jug band like the music that Brett McKenzie has made for the Muppets which were originally like ragtimey and like like it's like too like show tuney in my opinion anyway <laughs> wow Kira very cool do I make sense do I make I mean, sense right now have I made sense all night I don't think your- I have in your own way, yeah. Like. Okay. Uh, Zillennial listeners, let me know if I made sense today. <laughs> <laughs> or are you on my side where you're just like, wow, Kira, very cool. Everyone's just like skipping like the 10 seconds ahead, just like slamming the 10 seconds ahead button like every time I talk. And they're like, <laughs> god damn it, this bitch is still talking. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, they knew what they were going to get into with this pod. I don't know what else they expected. Yeah, basically. It's like you didn't warn them on the socials. Like, would this episode be? I did warn them. That's what I said. It's not like you didn't warn them. See, this is what I'm fucking talking about. Like, you don't hear what I say. And then you get (laughs) off. You just go off on me. (laughs) When I'm agree, when I'm defending you. (laughs) Okay. You should Uh, should watch Emmett Otter. I'll watch. Uh, is it on Disney Plus or is it just? No, of course it isn't. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, any other help, or are you just gonna mock me? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I have like a, I have like a shitty DVD of it. I think they re-released it like last year, no, two years ago, because I like went to like a event for it. It was like an anniversary. Um, it might be on HBO because it's kind of in the same realm as like how Fraggle Rock is on HBO. Um, and that's what the new one is going to be on. So it's like weird because like Jim Henson company stuff is like all over the place. Um, where can you stream this? Oh, it's on daily motion. I don't know if it's good, but yeah. Um, I'll look into it. Like I don't. Yeah. It's really sweet and really good. Yeah. I'll look in. I mean, I know what Emmett Otter is. I've just never like watched it. Like, mm the whole thing but I, like i know other than otter like the character um i don't know why that's i funny. know i know of him yeah like i, I know, know. Other <laughs> yeah like i know like it's same thing with like mia with the muppets like she knew who the muppets were never know, watched the muppets i know of them <laughs> heard of it <laughs> yeah heard of it <laughs> <laughs> um i'll say this if to close up it was nice to talk about shit like yeah it's like i haven't been able to like just scheduling wise i haven't been to therapy in like three weeks and can i just say (laughs) this just was a big weight off my chest to talk about uh the muppets with you maybe you wouldn't have to go to therapy if you just talked to them about the muppets 
talk to my therapist about the Muppets? I feel like that's the center of all of the issues. <laughs> Maybe if Disney relaxed on their grasp of the Muppets, then I wouldn't have to go to therapy ever again. That's what I'm saying. Just saying. <laughs> I think it was just nice to talk about something other than politics for like a week. Like, uh, yeah, just fuck. I'm so fucking tired. And it was it was it was nice to talk about Muppets. Yeah. Like just for an hour or so. It's like I, I like to remember that I'm passionate about things. Yeah. And that I like have some knowledge of things, you know? Yeah. And then even though that there's no movies playing right now, we can still fucking be passionate about shit anyways. Yeah. So it's, it's fun. Um, uh, is that it? Yeah. I mean, let me look at my notes. She fucking loudly, like, turns the page. Adam just likes when I do my ASMR. It's, uh, it's, uh, that's what's gonna get the people listening. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have anything else. <laughs> okay. Well, you guys can find me on Twitter at Adam underscore not Sandler. Uh, letterboxed Adam not Sandler uh, on the aggressively okay podcast on Spotify Apple pretty much anywhere you podcast we uh, we're there and um, yeah I'm looking forward to the next few weeks on Zillennial because we, mm-hmm. uh, we have a lot we have up. some fun people and some fun movies yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to everything except the one in two weeks okay well you'll see you'll see Okay. I, it's funny as fuck, Adam. Okay. I just I can't believe you're doing this to me. I, <laughs> you can I, find me on Twitter at garlic emoji and really quick I'm just gonna promote that I was on the most recent episode of Seltzer Cast. Um so I'll definitely link that on our Twitter page. Um it's basically just me. Uh Literally, if you, if you like when I just talk about nothing and don't shut up, you'll like that episode. What what were you? What was like the topic at least? Oh, nothing. It was just me having a conversation with Sean. What seltzer did you drink? Uh, that's a spoiler. Is it? Yeah. It's on the title of the episode. Oh, maybe. Um, it was like a, <laughs> it was like a blood orange lemonade seltzer. It's pretty that's good. Awesome pretty good okay yeah if you want to hear my thoughts on it go listen to my episode of seltzer cast yeah uh i i approve but do that um well sorry guys (laughs) we'll try and do better next week we won't but we'll try (laughs) we'll try we have some fun guests coming up to help us rein in our chaos and keep us on track so we'll try All right. Bye, Patreon. Bye. Bye, if you're still here, goodbye.